At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the Greg Peterson experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we've got three tremendous hours for you as we cap off day number one of the new VSIN show schedule. Very glad to be back in the normal spot. So. No changes on this show and no changes to the philosophy of this show. Give out great insights. Try to have some great guests along the way and some fun along the way as well. As we've got three tremendous guests who are going to be joining us tonight. Jason, my producer, always does a great job of being able to line up a tremendous guest list. As joining me in about 15 minutes, we're going to have Andrew Cayley. He does amazing work over at Covers. One of my go-to guys when it comes to baseball when that's in season, but I know he's doing a great job taking a look at the NFL draft. He's taking a look at the NBA as well. So we're going to be chatting about that with him in about 15 minutes. And our number two, we got to get some futures chatter going on as Jason Weingarten. He does amazing work here at the network. Very, very insightful pro better. He's going to be joining me. We're going to be talking about what he's all taking a look at if he's got any futures in terms of conference tournaments as well. So we've got that going on. And also we've been seeing the first few days of spring training as well. Jason, another guy that does an amazing job taking a look at the game of baseball. I'm going to get his thoughts on that. And if that's going to be changing his if that's going to be changing his handicapping at all during the baseball season, the shortening of the games, what we've all been noticing on that front. And then in our number three, Tom Cunningham, he does amazing work over at runyourpool.com. 
We're going to be talking a little bit of everything with them. Some college basketball, some NBA, some Oscars as well. So it is going to be a lot of fun and just a lot of fun in general. Taking a look at the great game of college basketball as the DK Nation Hopefully it took it overnight because the total was at 142 and a half closes 141 and a half. And it just goes to show you that every single half point does matter with regards to not just college basketball, but any sport that you handicap 74 to 68 Baylor was able to get it done in this one. If you had Baylor at any point, you were good there, but certainly on that total, it was very, very paramount. And, you just never know when you're going to need it as well because you needed about like, I don't know, 45 plus points in the final eight minutes to have any sort of shot at the over if you had over 141 and a half. And you just never know when those things are going to be coming into play. And what is now coming into sight and mind as well is conference tournaments. And the lines are going to be getting tighter and tighter. These Half points, they're going to mean more and more when it comes to these do-or-die scenarios. And we got a little bit of a taste of conference tournament action on Monday out with the Atlantic Sun Tournament. You saw both of the teams that, by the way, are not going to be eligible to be able to make the NCAA Tournament. There's a transitionary rule in college basketball, which I think is done dumb. I think that there's a lot of other people. I think that it's really stupid as well that you need to be at the D1 level for three full years before you are eligible to make the NCAA tournament, but it's a different rant for a different show on a different day. But what that does lead into is sort of these motivational spots as well, because this is essentially the NCAA tournament of Queens NC who took down Florida Gulf coast by a count of 61 to 55 played one, of their most slowest, most controlled games of the entire season. This is the NCAA tournament for Bellarmine who on a, Last second shot, they were able to get it done against North Florida by a count of 76 to 74. And I do think that it is always interesting to take a look at the motivation. And there's never a team that is going out there and is completely lacking motivation. And I've always thought that it's an interesting concept when it comes to sports betting because you always have team, you always have people, they'll come on this network, they'll come on other networks, they'll come on, hey, just non-sports betting networks in general. And they'll be talking about, oh, this guy is out of motivation. Oh, this team, they've got more motivation. I always, whenever I hear that, maybe it's just me, but I always think, so the other guys don't? So nobody else is sitting here like, you know what? I'm just going to go through the motions today. I'm just going to, you know what, mail it in. Because I'm someone that before I got into the whole business of, Sports betting before I got into everything that I do right now in order to pay my way through college. I worked at TJ Maxx for five years. Was TJ Maxx what I wanted to do the rest of my life? No, but every time I was put on the schedule, you know what? I showed up. I put in a good effort. I think that most people are the same way, whether you're working the job that you want to right now, or maybe you're just in a little bit of a stepping stone job. Maybe you are someone that you're trying to pay your way through college. Maybe you're sort of like in an internship or something like that. I mean, I just always wonder that, but I do think that there is something to getting a little bit of an added jolt when it comes to some of these spots. Like I take a look at a team that's going to be on tap for Tuesday, the Detroit Titans. Right now they've got a guy on the roster by the name of Antoine Davis. He is 
trying to chase down Pistol Pete Maravich for that all-time scoring record. And you know what? Are the guys on the other side of the coin as they're going to be taking on the Fort Wayne Macedons? Are they going to be lacking for motivation? Heck no. I mean, for Fort Wayne, they want to be getting to the NCAA tournament. They were able to make it to their conference tournament final last year. Some of those guys, they might be playing their last game in college basketball before they go pro and something else. I mean, those are guys that they no doubt are going to be trying to do everything humanly possible to be able to survive, keep their season going. But listen for Antoine Davis, I think he's something like 50 some odd points, might be 60 points short of that record of Pistol Pete Maravich. But unless if they win that game on Tuesday, he's going to come up just shy of the record. So no doubt about it. They're going to want to get him another opportunity. And you do never have any idea what is going on behind the scenes because we talk about motivational spots. We take a look at all of the ones that are in the mainstream, like chasing down records. When it comes to more professional sports, especially guys are playing for a contract because something that you're going to hear about a lot during the baseball season is, oh, so-and-so signed a one-year deal. So-and-so is on year number two of two-year deal. He really wants a show out to be able to get that money. And I always do think that that's interesting, but we never know what happens behind the scenes. Sometimes until we see like some sort of a 30 for 30 where it's like, yeah, I hit that home run for little Johnny who I visited in the hospital last week. So I always do think that it is a narrative that you don't want to be completely unaware of, but you always want to be putting your mindset. If you're taking a look at motivation in terms of your handicapping, that's like, hey, you know what? There's a team on the whole other side, and there's probably some guys on that roster that, you know what? They're going to be doing everything humanly possible as well to be able to try to fulfill something. Something else that is very interesting to take a look at is, my goodness, we have been seeing a lot of guys going down due to injury in the NBA, and I've been saying this on the show quite a bit. One of the toughest things for me to do on the Greg Peterson experience, and it's at no fault of absolutely anyone whatsoever, it's trying to be able to come up with any sort of NBA plays overnight because of the landscape that we are currently finding in the NBA, this day and age of load management. And even with all the load management, we saw Monday two-star players go down. LaMelo Ball suffers a fracture in his right ankle, and LeBron James, he is dealing with that foot issue, and it looks like he's going to be out for quite a while as well. After LeBron James said that it was going to be the most important 20-sub-odd regular season games of his career, which I feel like he might have been overblowing it a little bit. That's just me talking aloud, but anyway, the task at hand is it's just... Very interesting to be taking a look at this landscape in the NBA because we've got, once again, about 20 sub on games for most of these scenes until we're going to be getting to the playoffs. You've got LeBron James doing with that injury. The Hornets are not going to be making the playoffs, so that's not too much of a worry. But Giannis Antetokounmpo is dealing with an injury as well. And it's, once again, going to be another year that, in my opinion, it's probably going to be coming down to health a lot more so than anything else as to who wins the NBA title. We've seen that the last few years. I mean, heck, I talk about Giannis Antetokounmpo, but with the Milwaukee Bucks, they were able to win that title two years ago because of everything that was going on that year with a whole bunch of guys going down, getting injured, 
having Kevin Durant have his shoe a half a size too big. And I do think that it's such a fascinating landscape as well because I've come on this show quite a bit with taking a look at the NBA and teams I really don't want to be betting on to be able to win the title are these teams that they made the big blockbuster moves because I just go back in time. I can't remember the last team that midseason made a big acquisition and they were able to win a title. Now, we see smaller moves that do happen, like with the Milwaukee Bucks being able to get Drew Holiday a few years ago. That was pretty big for them. A team being able to get that little bit of a piece to come in off the bench, give them eight points, a little bit of a spark in terms of three-point shooting. All the time, teams that make those sort of moves, they do go far in the NBA playoffs, and they're able to win titles. But I can't remember the last team that made that big blockbuster move and won a title. I do think the year that the Lakers traded for Pau Gasol, they were able to make the finals. I think that that was the year that they lost in the finals before they were able to bust through and Kobe Bryant was able to get another ring on his finger. But I do think that that is so interesting to take a look at. And it's why taking a look at the futures market in the NBA is a little bit difficult as well because we are noticing that more and more of these guys are going down. And you almost wonder if some of the load management is actually having a little bit of a hindrance because guys aren't out there day in and day out. Now, we always hear about players getting bigger, faster, stronger, and that has a lot to do with it as well. But you always do have to be wondering in the back of your mind, man, guys are getting injured more and more and they're playing less and less. That's not necessarily the world's greatest thing in the world. So we've got a very interesting landscape in the NBA and a man that does a great job of taking a look at the NBA is Andrew Cayley. We're going to be talking about the association, try to get you guys some picks for Tuesday and just so much more information next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you are looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN shows and guests, tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, bets, bets, and daily props. Do not miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. That is at vsin.com slash subscribe. We are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network, and it is always great to be joined by this man as Andrew Cayley. You're able to follow him on Twitter at covers underscore Cayley. Does a great job taking a look at so many different things when it's in season, all forms of football. Does a great job on the NBA front. I know that he is locked in with the NFL draft. And when it comes to baseball season, I know we're going to have some great chats on this show as well. And Andrew, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And you're right. I really can't wait to start talking about baseball on on an everyday basis with you soon. Absolutely. And before we dive into any games for Tuesday, what did you make out of the big injuries that we saw in the NBA really the last few days? Because LeBron James, that didn't happen on Monday, but we got a further update that looks like he's going to be out for quite a while. LaMelo Ball goes down with a rough injury. That's not great. And it just feels like we're having more and more star players going down in the NBA, despite the fact that load management is at an all-time high. Uh, for the Hornets, that's that's a tough blow for for Ball. Obviously, they wanted him to play as much as possible, but maybe they don't at the same time get as many of those lottery balls for hopefully Victor Wembanyama as possible. Uh, the Lakers are obviously, and LeBron James are the more interesting story right now. He just came out a few days ago and said like the five these final twenty three games could be some of the most important of his career, and he makes this big push for this points record. And now it sounds like he could be out for as much as six weeks and the team, well, they sit in 12th place and they're only a couple of games out of sixth place because the West is kind of topsy-turvy this year. I just, it's, this Lakers team can be very dangerous if both Anthony Davis and LeBron James are healthy, but that is one of the biggest ifs going in sports right now. Uh, I, I know that they can run that offense well through Anthony Davis, but I just don't think that without James as well, it, it's just going to be too much ground for them to make up. And I, I would expect them to fall out of the playoffs altogether at this point. Yeah, it's a really rough ordeal. And now they have to go to Memphis for Tuesday. And 
Memphis is currently an eight and a half point favorite. They started out at four and a half with all the injuries. That's why this line has been very much inflated. What do you make out of this spot for the LA Lakers? Because they now are going to be without LeBron James for quite some time. You mentioned it with Anthony Davis. I mean, whenever he is out there on the floor, you're just waiting for the next time he's going to be off the floor. And I did like the moves that the Lakers made at the deadline just because they no longer have Russell Westbrook there. That's a deal that they should have never made to start with, in my opinion. But what do you make out of this spot for the Lakers? Uh, I think it's a tough spot for the Lakers, but eight and a half points is a little tempting. But what I'm really looking at here is is the total, I think, 233 and a half. Uh, obviously both teams that play at a pretty high pace, which is why the number is so high, but the, the Lakers play at a high pace. Usually when LeBron James is running the offense and not having him doing so is quite a drastic change. And I expect them to try to slow down their pace quite a bit, run that offense through Anthony Davis, get the ball down low. And if he can kick it back out to his perimeter players, sure. Um, but uh, it, it's a tough matchup for him. The the Grizzlies have guys like Jaron Jackson Jr. and Steven Adams to kind of throw bodies at Anthony Davis in this matchup. So I, I think this is going to be a slow grinded out kind of game. And I could see this one falling under the total. I don't think that this is going to be quite as much of a slow grinded out game as we've got the Portland Trailblazers and the Golden State Warriors. Last <laughs> time we saw Damian Lillard out there on the floor, he dropped 71. If I could get the no prop on Damian Lillard scoring north of 70, well, I don't think I'd be getting too much of a payout, but I would gladly take the no in this spot. But what do you make out of the Warriors being a four-point favorite? Because with the Warriors, they have been the... Textbook example of home and road splits in the NBA this season, where it's been very demonstrative to home teams being able to win and cover. Yeah, like you said, 24 and 7 at home, 19 and 11 and 1 against the spread. Pretty solid numbers there. Um, but I'm going to look at a few point totals in this one, probably. Very high total in this game as well, 236. Two, two more teams with a high pace and lots of good shooting, even without Steph Curry in the lineup for the Warriors. Um, 71 points is is an incredible feat for for Dame. It makes us feel like we're going to see 100 points from a player at some point within this new NBA. Um, but he's getting a ridiculous point, a player props total of 37 and a half now. And and books have to do it because he's averaging 40.2 points over his last Jeez. 10 games. Uh, but uh, he only scored 33 against the Warriors when they last met on February 8th. And they do a decent job of of playing defense at home and defending opposing guards. Uh, I, I think the number is just a little too high. So I'd lean the under on his point total in this one, despite the fact that he obviously can do it. But it, it, the number just is almost an automatic uh, play because it's so high right now. Uh, on the opposite end of that, though, I'm going to take Clay Thompson to go over his point total of 26 and a half. He's gone over that number in five of the eight games that the Warriors have played without Steph Curry. Uh, and he's had uh, tw average 28.6 points per game in those games. And that includes going for 31 against in that same game against the Blazers on February 8th there. I think uh, they'll, they'll have a tough, tough time guarding Clay Thompson again in this one. And think about what you just said. Only 33 points as if it's like uh, <laughs> he went out there and. He got like two layups and then just decided that he was going to walk off the floor. That's where we're at in this day and age in the NBA. I mean, my goodness. It just is very, very wild to take a look at, to say the least. And it's very wild to take a look at this Toronto Raptors team as they've been a little bit all over the place this year. Chicago Bulls 
not having such a savory year themselves. And right now we're finding the Raptors as a five-point favorite. I know that you do a great job of taking a look at all teams out there in the great city of Toronto. What do you make out of the Raptors for one and two just as fun in general with the Raptors being a five-point favorite? The Raptors are one of the most infuriating teams to handicap in the NBA right now. I would say it's gotten a little better since the acquisition of Jakob Pertl at the trade deadline, but obviously they surprised everybody um, by making that move. Everyone thought they were going to sell off all their assets at, at the deadline and they didn't. So uh, up North in Toronto, we trusted Masai for thanks for bringing us that championship up here. So he gets a bit of leeway, even if the move was confusing to some um, and the results have, have been there since he's, he, he's, uh, Jakob has come over from the Trailblazers. That offense has been much better. Uh, that said, uh, in this spot against the Bulls, I think I like the under here as well. Uh, around the 220 area, the Bulls are a surprisingly strong defensive team. Sixth in defensive rating, ninth in opponent field goal percentage. Uh, and the Raptors struggle in the half court. That's one of the reasons they went out and got Jakob Pirtle to help that half court offense. They ranked 29th in effective field goal percentage this year. Um, but the Raps have picked up their effort on the defensive end as well. They were kind of a team that was supposed to be reliant on their defense this year. And it just hasn't been the case. Um, but these teams have also played two tight games already this year that would have both fallen under this number of uh, 219 and a half. Unders also eight and one in the last nine Bulls games. Um, I, I think this is one that's going to be another one of those slower pace type, type games. And I think it's, I could really easily see this one falling under the number. Yep. I could see that as well. And it's been, like you said, very infuriating to take a look at this Toronto Raptors team all season long. And this has been a team that has been very frustrating because I talked about just how we're seeing more load management than ever before. You got the load management Kings of the LA Clippers and they're going to be playing us the Minnesota Timberwolves the Timberwolves are a six point underdog. It's been a less than great year for the Timberwolves after they went out, got Rudy Gobert in that blockbuster deal in the off season. What do you make out of this game? Because for the Clippers, they're finally having some consistency with their roster out there. Something we haven't been able to say in a very, very long time for the Clippers, but feels like sometimes the production out there on the floor it's now very inconsistent with them too. Exactly. They're, they're almost as infuriating as the Raptors are right now. You, we finally get this team fully healthy and they'll go out there one game and they look like they can win the Western conference. And then the very next game, they might look like they belong in the play in. Uh, this is an interesting litmus test for them on, uh, on Tuesday. The Timberwolves are a solid defensive team, especially in the go bear. Um, but they do leave themselves open to some shooting on the perimeter. If you can kick the ball out and uh, the Clippers, they can be, they're just a streaky shooting team. I, I don't love this number a whole lot because I, I feel like the Clippers should cover it, but they had trouble covering those, those larger numbers this year. So I would probably stay away from the spread in this one. And once again, I think this is another game where we might uh, see some more grinding out possessions here. And, and the under two thirty-two and a half and a half looks like a, a solid spot in here. And I think that we're going to be able to avoid double overtime in this one as well. Unlike what we've been seeing in past Clippers games as well. And man, it's been very fascinating to take a look at the NBA to say the least. But something else that is very interesting to take a look at is the NFL draft. I know that Andrew Cayley of Covers does a great job of taking a look at that. He also, much like myself, loves some baseball. So we're going to ask him about what he's been seeing in spring training and what he's identifying in terms of the NFL draft right now. That's up next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network.
You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Great Peterson Experience is presented by Zidnick Deep Pouches, which is a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products, they're too complicated to use, or they do not provide the satisfaction that you are looking for, but Zidnick Deep Pouches, they might surprise you. Zidnick is made with six simple ingredients, which is completely tobacco-free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zid online or find a store that is near you at Zidnick.com. That is ZYN.com today, and a warning that this product contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be rejoined by Andrew Cayley, who does amazing work at covers. And Andrew, I know you do a great job with the NFL draft. And I want to touch on it just briefly here. How much of your NFL draft coverage is going down right now, slash how many of these bets and how much happened after the combine? Because I do think the big holdup for me really diving into a lot of NFL draft coverage is that we just don't know how these guys performed at the combine. I do think that these pro days and the combine itself, because there are quite a few guys, especially a lot of the mainstream quarterbacks that aren't going to be throwing at the combine. They're just going to be throwing at their pro day. And I think that that makes just more and more of a difference than really anything ever before. For me, the thing about the combine is all of those coaches and GMs and owners are in that one place, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, they're all handing information around or disinformation around, if you were. And this is when we start getting the real rumors, I would say, about the combine, because this is what draft betting is all about. It's There's a few, really only a handful of guys who have all the information when it comes to the NFL draft. And then we have to kind of go on their word. There's going to be some sharp action like we've seen on Anthony Richardson, which has been pretty incredible at this point from plus 10,000 at open to plus 5,000 two weeks ago. And now he's just plus 500 to go first overall in the draft uh, with nothing much more to go on that other than he has a very high ceiling, but is also very raw. So you're right. Um, the more information we can gather, the better when it comes to this sort of betting. Um, so it, it's a it's a very interesting and betting obviously around the NFL draft is, is kind of a newer form of, of betting in the in the sports betting world. So with anything else, more information is better. Yep, I totally do agree with you there. And I do think that it's going to be interesting to take a look at moving forward. And now with regards to the MLB, we're getting more information as well as we've been seeing the pitch clock implemented. We're seeing the batter's clock implemented as well. You've got eight seconds to be taking a look at the pitcher as well. What have you been making out of this? And is the implementation of these clocks, the reduction in the shift, going to be affecting the way that you handicap baseball this year? Because I know that you've already got a few season win totals that you are looking at. Uh, when it comes to games in general, at least for the first maybe the entire month of April, I'm going to be looking at overs pretty regularly, I think. You, we've been betting a lot of baseball for a lot of years, Greg, and a, a normal total for baseball the last few years has been in the seven to eight and a half kind of range. But left-handed hitters are rejoicing with the no shift. The pitch clock has been really interesting right now. And I think it's the batters who have actually been uh, more uh, off put by the getting ready in the batter's box than some of the pitchers are at this point. But when all is said and done at the end of the day, when it comes to this pitch clock, I, I think it's going to 
increase r- scoring as is the plan because a lot of these pitchers are creatures of habit and <laughs> it, it takes a lot a long time to break those habits i know a guy like max scherzer won't care that guy's that guy's a dog will just throw and throw and throw as quickly as no matter who is up and uh, no matter what that pitch clock says it could say five seconds and he'd be ready to go but there's a lot of guys who are going to be really un- uncomfortable with that smaller base paths with the for uh with the bigger bases we're going to see an uptick in stolen bases once again it's all going to be geared towards uh more scoring early on particularly and it'll be interesting to see how odds makers adjust to that scoring right out of the gate and i know that there's a few teams that you are taking a look at in terms of season wins i noticed that quite a few of them involve some young talent like the chicago cubs right now their win total is set at 77 and a half No doubt about it, a lot of changes have been made to this team. A lot of them happened really at that 2021 trade deadline, but now they've got Wilson Contreras out of the fold. It's pretty much a new-look Cubs team. The guys that were there when they won the World Series many years ago, they're all gone. What do you make out of the Chicago Cubs who they are trying to be able to build a little bit of momentum after towards the back half of last season? They did show some signs of life with a lot of their younger players. And that's what this play is about. I'm on the over 77 and a half. They won uh, 74 games last year. And I I think they want to take a step closer to competing because that's what that sign of Dansby Swanson says to me. Um, They've got a solid, not great rotation with Marcus Stroman, Justin Steele and Kyle Hendricks. Once he gets healthy again, they added Jamison Tyon. Um, And then to go with that young talent, they went out to try to support it with some veteran guys. Hopefully they're trying to get a bounce back year from Cody Bellinger. Trey Mancini's there as well. Now, Eric Hosmer, I know and Tucker Barnard. I know these are all guys that are aging, but if you mix those with a young core, I think that when you consider the division they're in, I don't think the NL central is going to be, uh, you're not going to have three 90 game winners in that division this year. I think there's an opportunity for the Cubs to finish near 500 this season. And I like the over on the 77 and a half. Yeah, being someone I grew up in the great state of Wisconsin, expect the Brewers to disappoint. That's one thing that you can bank <laughs> on every single year, and you can always bank on this, it feels like. The Cleveland Guardians being undervalued coming into the year. Right now, I'm seeing their win total at 86.5, and I would say that they overachieved a little bit last year, but this seems a little bit too low because you just mentioned it with the Cubs. Their division is not murderous row and you do want to be taking into account with regards to the schedule there's going to be less divisional games this year but i take a look at that al central and i mean there's really not those world beater teams out there the chicago white Sox were a big giant flop last year the detroit tigers the kansas city royals those are far from impressive teams i take a look at this win total for the cleveland guardians with that pitching i like the over i couldn't agree more with you greg i like the pitching uh, Tristan McKenzie had a breakout year. Cal Quantrill breaking out a bit as well. Um, Shane Bieber, obviously still there as well. Uh, I just don't see this team getting six games worse than it was last year, maybe three or four. Sure. But they still have that perennial MVP candidate in Jose Ramirez. And for my money, the best manager in baseball in Terry Francona, uh, like you said, weaker division and a strong bullpen as well. It, the, I, I don't see a reduction of six games. It, it's too much of an overreaction here. So I, I love the over on the Guardians this year. Absolutely. And I just find this total to be hilariously low. The Washington Nationals are at 60 and a half wins. And 
I honestly cashed a few nice plus money tickets with the Washington Nationals towards the end of the year last year. I don't think that this is a win total that I'd really want to have any part of, but if I'm looking anything, I look at the over. I recognize that this team is not good, to say the least. The Steven Strasburg signing has just completely killed this team because Steven Strasburg has been out there pitching about as much as the two of us on a major league mound, and that's not much at all. But with the Washington Nationals, I feel like they could almost just trip and fall their way into this number because, and it's a Washington Nationals team that they were able to find a little bit of offense towards the end of the year. And just with the way the baseball is structured, it's really hard to win fewer than 60 games. Yes, that that is you 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 make a good point there, Greg. The the rule of thumb is generally it's very hard to win sixty percent of your games. It's very hard to lose sixty percent of your games. But if there's a team that can do it, I think it's this <laughs> Nationals team. I just I just don't think ownership wants this team to be winning right now. They didn't make any effort to improve this roster at all in the off season. They won 55 games last year, and that was with having Juan Soto and Josh Bell for a hundred games last year. They didn't, they didn't change. Uh, they didn't supplement those runs that they're going to lose from those guys at all. Uh, you're start, you're starting Patrick Corpin on game one oh, of, no. the, of the regular season and every <laughs> five days. Like it's a tough look for, for Washington nationals fans right now. They had the league's worst run differential. Uh, and we've seen this, this trend in baseball where these losing teams are, trying their hardest to lose. We've seen it with the Orioles over the year, and they had several years where they lost less than 60 games, and I think the Nationals are kind of in that category now. Well, at the very least, every five days, it is Thanksgiving for the Washington Nationals in season because they've got the turkey tosser out there. Good old Patrick Corbin. So that is going to be a whole lot of fun. And they are tied with the Oakland A's, who you get even money if you're wanting to take a look at the overall their win total at 60 and a half for the smallest win total out there in Major League Baseball right now at DraftKings. But a man that always comes up big with regards to the amount of wins that he's able to produce. He is not the Oakland A's. He is not the Washington <laughs> Nationals. He is the opposite of it. It's you, Andrew. Always do appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Greg. Good luck with your bets. Always great to have Andrew Cayley aboard. He does amazing work at covers, taking a look at a wide variety of things. And we've talked a lot of things on this show thus far. We gotta dive into some Tuesday college basketball action and take a look at the ACC. We'll do that next. Right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. With the Arnold Palmer Open and UFC 285 this weekend, head on over to BetRivers Online Sportsbook. BetRivers has you covered for every line item boost. For all the golf fans out there, BetRivers is a place to bet the Arnold Palmer Open with top 10 insurance. Place your pre tourney bet on an outright winner and the fun does not stop there with the Bet Rivers. Maybe I cover with USC 285 with Parlay Insurance and so much more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today as it is a whole new game. We are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIM, the Sports Betting Network. Always great to get Andrew Kaley aboard. He joined me to talk a little bit about the Tuesday NBA card, taking a look at some season wins in baseball and so much more. So always great to have him on and you miss any any of his picks and anything that is thrown out on the show today vcin.com slash picks we've got you guys all covered there we'll be getting you guys my dk nation pick in hour number two for college basketball which by the skin of its teeth we were able to get the under in that baylor versus oklahoma state game so we're going to be looking to continue to channel the magic and continue to have that run going on that is now at 12 and 2 by the way so feeling very good there and feeling good that we've got this college basketball card for this Tuesday and this is a number that keeps on going up and up and up and can't say that I necessarily agree with the line movement how about if we go to 615 616 on the board NC State it's a road face off against Duke Duke opened up as a five point favorite they are now a seven and a half point favorite your total on this game is between 145 and 145 and a half a little bit befuddling that the line has moved quite this much. I think that a lot of people are betting on the name Duke. They see a few wins in a row, and it's like, oh, boy, Duke is back. Well, 
I do think that the defense is relatively solid with this Duke team. They're a top 55 team in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. So they've been able to do a relatively nice job there. But I do take a look at this Duke team as a whole, and they are leaving something to be desired on offense. They have been able to get quite a bit out of Derek Whitehead from the outside. He's shooting 40% from three since he's come back from injury north of 45% from three power range. But past that, you really haven't had much else. Jacob Granderson, he's been a relatively okay three-point shooter, but just has not been able to assert himself all season long. Feels like a bit of a disjointed offense now for NC State. They were looking forward to getting Jack Clark back in the fold, one of their top rebounders. It looks like he is currently dealing with an injury. And earlier in the day on Monday, it was called, and I air quotes here, a game-by-game -game decision. So that's not necessarily too great, but even without him, you did not have him in the fold, I believe, if I remember correctly, the first time around. NC State won that game by a count of 84-60. to 60, And you do have an NC State team that still has out there DJ Burns who's been able to do a good job down low ever since Dusan Marocic went out with an injury he has filled in quite well being able to give the team right around five and a half rebounds double figure amount of points and I do think that NC State should be able to win in the backcourt you've got a pair of guys in Turquavian Smith along Jarkel Joyner who will be able to combine for about 33 points per game they both shoot in the mid 30s from three point range you do a good job of facilitating and then you've got Casey Morsell who is more of that dominant three-point shooter he's been able to knock down over 42% of his threes. Now, since he said they were doing a better job with their defense this season, that has been falling off a little bit. They have given up north of 70 points in each other last four games. And for Duke, they have been able to do a relatively solid job with their defense here recently, giving up 70 points or fewer in four out of their last five games. But I do take a look at NC State. I do think that this is a little bit of a tough matchup for Duke. NC State is a team that's looking to run it and gun it a little bit more. They are a team that ranks in the top 75 in terms of possessions per game. Duke has really throttled down. This is not your traditional Duke team that typically is playing a little bit more up-tempo. They are now ranked at the bottom 100 in terms of total possessions per game. So I do think that it is an interesting handicap. But I do think that Duke is going to be able to have some success with Kyle Filipowski down low. 14 points, 9 rebounds. He's been rock solid. And part of the reason why the Duke defense has really been able to rise up recently is the play of Derek Lively. Lively was out there the last time these two teams played, but he was a little bit more of an afterthought. And Lively has not produced on offense the way that we thought he was going to. He was a top five recruit. There are many things expected out of him. He's been averaging right around four to five points per game, but he's been able to give the team multiple blocks per contest. Does a good job of being able to chip in there some rebounds. So I do think that this is going to be a game that it is going to be a little bit more buttoned up, which is why I do think that it's very fascinating that we're seeing the uptick in the total as well. At a 144, I thought that that was a relatively good opening total. This has gone up to now 145 to 145 and a half. So starting to see some value on the under. I set my total more around a 142 and a half. And that's he said, I had them as a four and a half point underdog at five. I was thinking, you know what? I might be on NC State, but want to be taking a look at this a little bit more now that it's gotten up to seven and a half. Certainly seeing some value on NC State. I do think that they're going to be able to do a solid job with their backcourt play and be able to win that battle against Jeremy Roach and company. So taking a look at the points with NC State, and I'm going to be taking a look at this total under as well. This is another favorite that I think is a little bit overinflated. We go out to the Atlantic 10 for this one. 6-5, 6-6 on the board. LaSalle, it's the road face-off against Dayton. The Explorers are exploring a cover as a 14-point underdog. Seeing a few 13 and a halfs out there as well. And your total on this game, 
you're going to be finding it anywhere between a 135 and a half and well pretty much 135 and a half across the board i was seeing a few 136 a little bit earlier but either way do like this total under with lasalle this is been a team that has been relatively pedestrian with their offense they don't necessarily have a ton of three-point shooting but i do think that they hold in this game because khalil brantley has done a good job in the backcourt 13 points nearly five assists per game they're going up against the dayton team that is looking to play very slow and control but dayton the 12 and a half turnovers per game doesn't sound bad until you realize this is a team as as slow as molasses 336th in the country in terms of total possessions per game so they do have a lot of dead possessions now with Dayton. They have really been able to lock it down on defense. 20th in the country at terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. And the team's turnover rate has been getting better because they had Malachi Smith out of the fold for much of the season. As a matter of fact, he's missed more games than he's played in thus far this season for Dayton. But when he's been out there, he's been able to give the team five and a half assists per game. Hasn't necessarily been able to give the team as much offense as he did as a freshman he's only shipping in there about seven points per game seven points are fewer and far the last five games but he's done a good job being able to dish out the ball and with Dayton they're really built around their post they've got Tumani Kamara along Dayron Holmes both of these guys have been able to combine for about 16 rebounds per game Holmes at six foot ten is able to bury about 33 percent of his threes I like what he's able to show there and no doubt about it, LaSalle is going to be losing that battle on the glass. They brought in the Drame brothers in Fusani and Asan Drame from St. Peter's, their Elite Eight run. And these guys have combined for about nine and a half rebounds per game. They were supposed to be versatile guys that shoot it well from three-point range, and they have combined to shoot less than 28% from three-point range. That's been less than terrific, to say the least, for LaSalle. But they do have guys like an Anwar Gill that give you nine points, two and a half assists, Good versatility out of him. It is a team as coached by a wise man in Fran Dunphy. Certainly, I think that is best days of coaching are behind him. I think that that's a pretty fair statement. But you know what? He's been able to get this team to play relatively hard. It is a team that has been able to exceed the 70-point plateau in far their last five games. So they've done a better job there. Someone who was injured towards the beginning part of the season and Deshaun Shepard. He's a 6 foot 5 Versatile player. He's had some nice performances recently, and I do think that this is just a little bit too lofty of a spread because Dayton has not really been able to assert themselves on offense. Now, on defense, Dayton has been very good, giving up 65 points or fewer in far of their last five games, and this is not a LaSalle team that's going to be going out there and playing at some sort of a breakneck pace. LaSalle is a little bit above average because they've got 363 D1 teams in terms of their tempo, 131st, but it's nothing too ridiculous to say the least. And I do think that for LaSalle, they're going to be bottled up in this one, but I like what they've been showing in the backcourt. I do think that they can draw Dayton into some turnovers. So I did set my toe at 131 half. I'm going to be willing to dive under. I think Dayton wins the battle on the glass. I think that they win this game rather comfortably, but I do think that 14, just a little bit too lofty of a number. Set my total more around a 131 and a half and my spread at an 11 half. So I'm going to be taking the points with LaSalle and I'm going to be taking a look at this total under as well. And how about if we... Hit a game out there in the MAC because I know that a lot of people like Tuesday action and well, it holds true out there on the hardwood as well. This is 603, 604 on the board. Western Michigan is going to be playing us Miami of Ohio, and Miami of Ohio is a point underdog with your total at 147 to 147 half. You've got two relatively rough offenses and you've got two terrible defenses. Both of these teams outside of the top 345 in terms of points scored on a per possession basis but got a pair of teams that have really been struggling to put the biscuit in the basket as well so 
It's a good old situation of something's got to give. I did set my total at 142 because you do have a Western Michigan team that ranks in the bottom 75 in terms of possessions per game, but they also have the top player out there on the floor. That would be Lamar Norman Jr. is able to give you 16 or 17 and a half points per game. And then on top of that, Marquise Hastings. Him being able to give you nine rebounds per game. Miami of Ohio not having a single guy to give you six plus boards per contest. I sided with Western Michigan in this game. One of the layup to one and a half with them. Coming up in hour number two of the Great Peterson Experience, we continue the college basketball chatter. I give you guys my DK Nation pick for this college basketball Tuesday right here on the Great Peterson Experience. I'm Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.